in my I'm like cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch. And I'm just like I'm like I'm like in my head, like saying the saddest, trying, saying the saddest things to my myself over and over again. I'm like, she's the last of this generation. It's done. All the all the niceties of this generation are just over with. And now we just have a bunch of social media robots roaming the earth. One of the last good ones is gone. We're t- like, I'm just like, That's I don't the even shit know what- you're saying to yourself to make yourself cry over your grandma? This relationship is doomed. Hey y'all, it's Lace. And also it's Catherine Blanford. And this is a Meaties episode of Cheaties Podcast. It's, what the heck is that? It's it's a Cheaties Meaties. It's where, you know, people get get to Meaties us. We get to talk about M- Meaties. Me and me. You talk me about me. I talk about me. So, we talk about me. We have a lot going on, Lace. <sighs> Huge episode. Huge episode. Can't I mean? We saw Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just saw. Barbie. You cried. Oh, I saw it I, less than twenty four hours ago. Yeah, I saw it last week. Um, I'm ready to see it fourteen more times. I bawled for two thirds of the film. Um, I'm assuming you did not cry. No. Yeah. That's... Uh, I teared up. You know the. F- so a lot's happened this past week that I've been trying to force my. I'm like, Kevin, you are not a human being. You've got to start crying. My, also like, I don't even like to say my grandma passed because when I say it, then people are like, I'm so sorry. And then I hate that moment after people say sorry. And I go, it's okay. Everyone dies. And I run away because I don't, I I don't like, what what is it? Feelings? Feelings. I don't have feelings. I just don't like to look at people and then try and fake feelings to them. Sure. Sure. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. You like to bundle up all of your so-called no. feelings and push them, push them down. Then they all, I don't have out. feelings. Oh, you have them. They're in there, but they, they turn into, they go inside. It's like a pressure cooker in there. And that just stays in there. It just stays and stays and stays and stays. And you just smile. And then one day it all comes out and it's not when you expect it or when I expect it. So <laughs> it doesn't come out in the form of sadness. It comes out in the form no. of anger. I don't have sad. Yeah. But I don't like, but I think people look at me like, are you sad now? And I'm like, I can't even, I, I, I can't, I don't know. I can't even fake it. Yeah. I think that's called a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) They've got a term for that in psychology. But I remember my, when my grandma passed and they were like, they had the, like, you know, like the grave site ceremony. Mm Mm-hmm. The ceremony? Everyone's I don't know if around. it's called a ceremony, but okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. When they like <laughs> Is that it? I don't even know when what they that's like called. Yeah. Yeah. They the do the sad thing inside and then they do the sad thing outside. And then they said the same thing I said. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is like sniffling and I'm like Am I I'm like cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch, cry bitch. And I'm just like I'm like I'm like in my head, 
like saying the saddest, trying, saying the saddest things to my myself over and over again. I'm like, she's the last of this generation. It's done. All the all the niceties of this generation are just over with. And now we just have a bunch of social media robots roaming the earth. One of the last good ones is gone. We're d- like, I'm just like, That's I don't even know what- you're saying to yourself to make yourself cry over your grandma instead of just, oh, I, she's, I can't share this thing with her anymore. Or remember those moments where she held me in her bosom and cooked me cheese toast in the middle of the night and, and commiserated with me on times that I was mad at my dad. And she was like, yeah, I did birth a piece of shit. And those moments, you didn't, none of those moments popped up in your head. Of just, I don't know, just love for your grandmother who you just lost. You had to force yourself. Yeah, you need, I don't, I don't know if you're telling your therapist everything, Catherine. No, dude. Okay. I think you need to start sharing a little bit more. No, you know what it is? It's because, okay, true story. Um, I figured it out. I, I never had any of those moments and it's no one's fault. But my grandma, all right, my grandma had 10 kids, okay? That's a lot. When she passed, this is, this is like, I read this in her obituary, but it's more than this because I think, like, there was, there was, like, remarriages and, like, there was cousins I grew up with that I thought were my first cousins the whole time. And I realized, like, they were my first cousins who had kids before I was even born. Holy shit. And I, those are my cousins. But they were, like not blood cousins because somebody remarried sure. and they're not even included in the final count, but like, yeah, they've been at everything. And yeah. so total count by the end. And these aren't even like so, literally some of my closest cousins aren't even included in this count. Like I, I'm telling you, there's more than this number even reflects 34 grandchildren, 48 great grandchildren and seven great, great grandchildren with two, two of the great or grandchildren who have passed holy shit and but i'm telling you that number is larger than it even reflects and my grandma that i lost that i'm so that i'm still torn up about is uh there were five of us grandkids that's it when i tell you i was one of the masses and she was a she was 36 when i made her a grandmother yeah so like i spent Uh, my whole like yeah i knew her from her 30s (laughs) my dad this is, this is what I'm saying. My dad was the third youngest. So by the time I came around, it was like, oh, another another being's here. She probably didn't even know. She probably had to be told. Did y'all have to so wear name tags at her house? <laughs> we do wear name tags at family gatherings. <laughs> they were, literally, there were cousins walking around. I was like, I have no idea who you were. And they would introduce themselves. Like, I am, and I, like, I was, I was in college when you were born. Like, it's it's a it's a really fun gathering but it's 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 weird it's like people are close but like in their cliques yeah yeah you have enough to have cliques that's that's how many many kids there are is that you have enough people to have cliques also there my grandmother had six grandkids i was forgetting one of the ones i didn't i don't care for um there were six not five but yeah so and and i used to be like oh i'm like playing up this my parents are cousins thing. And then you get around there and all, everyone loves to tell the story about my, did I ever, have I ever told you my grandma and grandpa, grandpa's story? The grant, the story of how they met? Yeah. Kind of how they got together. 
Okay. My grandpa um, married this lady, Susan. They had three kids. Don, no, Joe, Dickie, Don. Susan, the wife, had a little sister who was 17. Her youngest, her oldest kid was five. Joe was five. Okay. My grandpa uh, was a pilot in World War II. They found out he was too young to be a pilot. He lied about his age. So he had to come back. He was working in Texas to train other pilots. He, at the time, had, uh, he was in his 30. He had, like, he owned almost half the land in Marion County. He was a beef, dairy, uh, tobacco farmer. He started a variety store and a hardware company. Like, he was, like, on, he was, like, own Marion County. And this like, is after Where he, all the bourbon started. This is after he got kicked out of While the he's military in the war. lying in the military. This dude yes. was a freaking... Yeah. Okay. Badass. Yeah. Uh... Susan gets in a car crash. Joe gets thrown from the car. Susan and little Dickie die. Oh. Oh. My my grandma, Carol Jean, who had moved in, stays there to help my grandpa raise the two other boys. I think you told this they, like a million episodes ago. This all is coming. I think in my like, head I thought this was someone else's story. I didn't realize this. Okay. It's all, it's coming back to me. This is wild though. Tell it. They decide to get married. My grandma quits high school. Her senior year, they go they go to the courthouse. They go, we want to get married, and they go, but she's seventeen and you're thirty six. And they go, mm-hmm. yeah. And they go, this is a nineteen year difference, and they go, okay, great, no more questions. They get married. She immediately starts having a kid. You're, she has my aunt Sue Carol at eighteen. Not only are they twenty years apart, her this is her sister's, her deceased sister's her. husband. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That she's, like, lived in the house with already. This is, like, biblical shit. This is, like, if you get down to what the Bible says, it's like if one of them died, you're supposed to, like, get the next sibling or something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Um, but the weirdest thing was, and then they had eight kids together. Uh, and But, like, my grandma essentially, like, my, jo- my Uncle Joe and Don, my grandma's the only mom they've ever known. Sure, because they were They little. don't remember... Yeah, yeah, Joe. So my grandma, my grandma, and my oldest uncle are twelve years apart. Holy shit, dude! So Joe was having kids, and his kids had kids before I was born. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Do you so think the they- family. I mean, this huge family. Like when we had like a after my grandma's service, like we had like the get together and the parish thing. Like it was just entire huge gymnasium. Like packed wall to wall like it's just like it's just like the it's it's crazy how much it expands but um we're they did like love each other really like that's love, what, that love, was love, my question is did they were they in love yes like like lo- like i mean the way my grandma talks about my grandpa is like i mean just smitten over him and he like loved like every picture they're like like holding on to each other like it's very it's 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 yeah it's a weird bizarre um situation and scenario how long um, how long i have to know how long after i feel like you're a guest on the podcast and i need to know these details how long after susan died did uh grandma and grandpa get together months wow just wow mm-hmm. well but you hear them talk about everybody talks about it like everybody but everybody's like they were in love. It was like, meant to it, be. It was what it was. Yeah. No one and, thought it was uh, weird. Okay. 
I mean, so when my grandma was really sick, I went to go visit her Mm -hmm. and she like kept talking about it. She was like, we went to the justice of the peace and they said, she's 17. And we said, we sure are. I sure am. And she was like, that's just what we did back in the day. And, uh, but the, so the weird, wildest thing is, so I guess my grandma's sister, Susan died in the car crash. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my aunt Sue Carroll had a daughter, Susan, who died. And then my uncle Joe had a daughter, Susan, who died. And then Sue Carroll ended up getting MS at a really young age. And my grandma had a brother, still has a brother, who had a daughter named Susan, who at five had had a really hard disease. And she's um, she's pretty handicapped now. And So maybe not so named everybody, the kid Susan? Everyone, if you come around and look at, everyone will look you in the eyes of my family and go, we don't. We don't name people. No new babies, Susan. No No Sue, no Susan. No, 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 nothing. And poor poor Susan who's still around but is handicapped. I know. She's like, Two of them. Two of them. Really? Yeah. They have to hear the story a lot. (laughs) I'm sure Uh, it makes a fucking lot. Yeah, I'd be going by my middle name, I think. Right. Yeah. Damn. um, But no, it's so weird. uh, We had this really pretty day, like all, you know, like her funeral. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, it was very, it was like old school Catholic, yeah. like straight up as it starts, like the, the priest is like, you get, you got, you get four, uh, you go four directions in life. Three of them are up to you. You, you die. You will be judged. You go to heaven or hell. That's where you, and like, this is the start of her funeral. I mean, you know, it's I like, dude, we hate <laughs> funerals like that. Like, nothing makes me angrier than being at a funeral. And then they turn it into a time to like scare the shit out of everybody else about. Dude, that's old school. It's old school Catholicism. It's, well, it's also Southern Baptist shit. Cause I've only been to one Catholic funeral and, uh, yeah. Didn't know what but the fuck they were saying half the fucking time, by the way, weirdest shit that I've ever experienced. And I know you grew up Catholic, so it doesn't, it's not weird to you. Weirdest experience of my entire life was my dad's dad's funeral like sit down stand up sit sit sit, sit, kneel down do this they were speaking in freaking latin and shit and i'm like what are we is any are they going to mention his name at any point are we going to talk about him and his life maybe i don't know uh, oh yeah the priest said something i don't remember like when he was like preparing the eucharist he had his back to the whole church and he was whispering but like for a for minutes at a time where i'm looking around like yeah it's all the fun the 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 fun thing about it, it's very weird. I don't think my church was, like, the one I grew up in was as old school and uh, as, like, um, fear-based, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Sure, yeah. But when you go back afterward, because I was, like, I was, like, smirking and everything in the beginning. And I was, like, all right, this is my grandma's funeral. Let me just, let me just... It feels like when you go back after experiencing that as a child and then you, you uh then you go as an uh, adult and see the real world and create your own opinions and and uh, points of view. When you come back to it and sit in it, it's it feels like you're at a reenactment play. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, this is how people used to think. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. This is how people like used to live their lives. It's and then you're like no, this isn't a reenactment. Yeah, People are still real. doing this. They're still doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's wild. Okay, so you're you're going through the funeral and you're trying to tell yourself okay. to cry. <laughs> it, uh, 
I, I got distracted. Anyways, I was just trying to cry. I didn't. Um, you didn't cry at all? No, I tried so hard. I couldn't. Um, there was So it, it, then it kind of like rained throughout the day. And at the, at the very end of the day, I went back to my cousin's farmhouse and there was, it, it rained. And then afterwards, all day she was like, I asked grandma for a rainbow. I don't know why I gave her such a accent, but she does. I, I used to be like, I think I'm playing up the Southern thing. And then I go home and I'm like, yeah. oh, I haven't played it up enough. Oh, I, I saw your uh, stories and I was like, oh yeah, these are, these are people from Kentucky. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she, so we were back there, we're chilling, we're, we're about to go to bed, and she's like, it rained, she's like, I'm gonna go out and close the the barn door or whatever, and she starts screaming, I walked outside, there was the, ra- I've never seen a rainbow like this in my Two life. Two rainbows. Double rainbows, like. Beginning to end. But it was so, every color yeah. was so vibrant. I could see it like, in the stories, how bright it was, and that means that in real life, it had to look completely yes. insane. Yes. That's it, crazy. It, it, and, like, the outside of the rainbow was darker than the inside, like, inside the arch. Like, it yeah. was, like, a bright light inside the arch. Um, See, this is making me so, cry, Catherine, and I don't even know the lady. See, this is what I feelings know. look like. And, and at that point, I was like, if you're not going to cry here, Catherine, you should turn yourself in. <laughs> yeah. You should go so drown yourself in the creek. <laughs> uh, I think it was actually just a raindrop that fell, but I was like, it's a cry. It's a cry. Is my forehead <laughs> crying? My forehead's crying. <laughs> Because it was pretty muggy. Um, uh, so I forced myself to cry at the very end of Barbie. Okay, so you're you're trying uh, to say you went to Barbie, a story that is about um, women, love amongst women, bonds amongst women, how we were raised. It took takes it's supposed to take you back to childhood, and then think about you and the relationships with the women in your life, and then about fighting the patriarchy together. And at no point, and then finding and realizing that you're beautiful and it's okay and life is hard, and none of that made you cry, right after your grandmother's so funeral. This, well, I'm about to give, I'm about to give away the part that I cried. I hope this doesn't give away a lot. Well, okay, I won't give it away, but it's when Barbie contemplates turning into a real human being, sure. and that's when I started crying because I was like, oh, no, stay a robot. <laughs> I. Stay like us, Barbie. Stay like us. <laughs> no, that's a you thing. That's, they're weak over there. And I was talking about you humans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know, for some reason that made me cry. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think I honestly was at that point was just like this, You've if you don't cry at some point, because mm-hmm. I kept seeing how people were posting about crying mm-hmm. a ton in Barbie. And I, I, I went to Barbie like, this is it. This is the test. You've got to cry. You've got to cry. You've got to cry. And so I could tell that the movie was winding down. And I think I just, I just, I forced it out of myself. Or I was like, people are going to think I'm the alien. I was Maybe just I about I to know. say, and we've just discovered that, you know, aliens are potentially real. And I'm finding out that I know one and have been podcasting with one for years. But here's my, dude, I, I just want to point this out. Maybe it's just more of a personal experience than most people have said, but the, al- oh, all right, two things. The a- Okay, one, the aliens were announced. Mm-hmm. The aliens have been teased. Sure. Their, their world tours. Yeah, we've up. seen the teaser. We've seen the trailer. Yeah. And then, and then that my rainbow happened. Okay. Beyonce posted this unbelievable rainbow over the whole stadium in New Jersey. Did you see that? I didn't see that one. And, and then, like, I got on Instagram, and, like, in the same day, three people in different parts of the world posted, like, these rainbows. Like, I've never seen real-life rain. They looked, they all looked like Lucky Charms. Yeah. 
Like that, it was, a, and I think that might be like a, I think it might be an alien thing. I think um, that it is what usually people experience when uh, a loved one dies and they come back as something. And I think that you might be experiencing rainbows or the sign of your grandmother and you're just ignoring it. And you'd rather connect it to aliens than actually feel feelings and realize that um, it's probably your grandmother coming to you from the beyond. But, you know, that's okay. You know, like how most people... I think we should be in realistic ways. <laughs> we should be Obviously. realistic. This definitely has to do with... You know, your grandmother knows she loves Beyonce. She is now in the beyond. She now has infinite time to actually find out who her grandchildren are. And she's up there learning about all of them. She's getting a real quick. She's like, oh, my God, I have so many. Oh, this is the, another one. Oh, Catherine, this one. Oh, she likes Beyonce. Let me send rainbows to her favorite artist so that she can see them through Instagram because we know she's on Instagram all the time. That's where I'll talk to her. And so she sends her she's, she's sending herself to you through the, the things that you like. But you've chosen to believe it's aliens instead. But that's OK. You know, and obviously some people, you know, call that, um, deflection. Obviously it's a bridge. (laughs) Obviously it's a bridge from another world to our world. Sure, 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 sure. That's definitely what it is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the next thing about aliens that I will say (laughs) is. Now, cause I was freaking out. I have been. And people are like, is it your grandma? I'm like, no, it's this alien alien. thing. I have been (laughs) in my head a lot. Um, Because the alien thing came out, but people are reading through the fine print. He's saying they've had these findings for decades. Mm -hmm. The aliens have been here for decades. So this is, well, yeah. Do you want to get into that? You want to do this? Because I I have so many feelings. Absolutely. I have so many feelings. So I want to start with this feeling. I want to start with... This is for us to be here and us to be on this planet and there to be infinite universes and for us not even to know a tiny bit with the starts to see that now I start to feel sick. This is the one thing this will make me feel, 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 this feel, make you feel, feel. miss make you take a pill. Hell, hell, you be hell. So, uh, this, this starts to make me feel very sick in my stomach and I start, I get a visceral reaction from head to toe. Like my head starts to feel hot and I start to feel sick. What did I tell you about those feelings? Huh? Turn it off. Is turn, that what I tell you turn about them off. Turn it off. So, this, so if we start turn to talk off. about uh, the other universes and how we are literally nothing in nothing. Yeah, I love it. Blip, it's so good. Nothing. Um, no, put that crowd work real out. We're nothing anyway. See, and that, 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 and then, then everything I think and know, and that, that feels any bit stable, all just crumbles down and then nothing. I barely have anything that I believe in or stand on anyway. So when that, that one mm-hmm. thing that we maybe matter in some tiny way, when I start to realize that we don't, cause I know we don't, but I just push that down. And then, uh, and then, then I start to get sick, but it, is this how bees feel? Yeah. About us. Yeah. Well, even ants, like even tinier than that. So, so anyway, I 1000% think and always have, it's never even been a question in my mind that, that there is other life. Duh. It was so stupid to think. It is so ignorant to think that we, that we are it. Okay. Cause no, I've absolutely not. Absolutely not. However, 
when we start to have this conversation, like I, I look, I watch the guys thing and all that. It's also this dude. It's also not a lot of people. And there's a handful of people who have claimed from the government that they have, they have seen biologics. They have, which could be anything by the way. See, I've done a lot of like, it, that, that could be plant based. That could be, that, that could be all kinds of things. It does not mean a little green man. First of all, that's not what that means. He didn't say that. He said biologics. Second of all, why is it? This is where I have a really hard time. I'm not saying I think totally other life, 1000%. But the, but the chances of other life being anywhere near our size, like think about it, like for them, for it to be human-like or our size and then show up in a ship type thing that we already picture in our minds and have put into media for the last 60 years. And it always shows up in America. I I have a very hard time. I have a very hard time because think about it. If a fucking spaceship landed in like Taiwan, you think Taiwanese people wouldn't be like, dude, what the fuck? And like take a bunch of fucking pictures and videos. And we would have seen this like a hundred times, a thousand times already by now. And that they'd have them. And they're like making them food and like talking to them. Like, why is it? Uh, we are number one. <laughs> it's always a secret and it's always in America. And it's always the American government out of all the places things can land on this planet, which the majority of places on this planet are water. I, I don't know. I have a very hard time with like the, that. I think there is something. I think there is space trash that could totally end up in our atmosphere. But once it comes to our atmosphere, it burns up anyway. We've learned that from rockets. I don't know. So the logistics like hurt my brain. What do you think? Well, I, a couple of things. I've listened to many theories on aliens. We, I mean, we could get, I'll just say the, the, the ones I remember the most that make sense. And I'm kind of like live life who yeah. like, yeah, we don't matter. And that's actually kind of freeing to me. I need to get there. Cause then I, I have go, ah, a very hard time matters. getting there. I need that. I need that. So uh, a couple of theories. Obviously, the the um, uh, simulation theory. Sure. You could. You, I'm not even. You can go to it. It makes sense. I could be down with that. Yeah. To um, um, there are obviously aliens, but they one is. Um, <laughs> I like this theory is that we are so either far. We're, we're so behind time-wise like the yeah. time wise or no oh. like technology oh, 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 timelines oh, oh, oh. wise that we're not even worth visiting sure yeah like, <laughs> that we're just like yeah it's almost yeah. like oh we saw an anthill yeah. over there uh in the backyard way in the back of the backyard i don't give a yeah. shit just leave it just let mm-hmm. it go like um like there's theories that like maybe other life beings or whatever have even to the point like evolve so much that they don't need physical beings and they've evolved their conscience to exist in a gas yes. bubble. Yes. And like, we are so beyond or whatever. Um, uh, other theories are like, we are just physically distance wise. So far too far. Light away years, like million, billions of light years. And like, by the time that someone got from one thing to the next, it'd be, it would be so far in the past. That's the thing that right. I, that, is that what you're talking about? Like, that's what I've heard is like, if something got here, it could have been from bil- billions of years ago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, there's more, but I can't remember all of them. Anyways, I'm just like, I mean, if, it, well, I, if it's been here for 10 years, if it's made up, if, 
even if he hadn't said anything, we would have been living our lives the same. same. It doesn't change regardless. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's it's to 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 think about the vastness of the universe and to think that we're the only ones that have come. There's no way to this point. Yeah, I like to in my head. In my head, I like to think that in like a different, there's a different earth out there, but that dogs evolved to the form of intellection, intelligence that we have and that we're their pets. I like to imagine that and that hopefully I'm like one of those breeds that like is just known to be lazy and just chills around inside of a home, not chained to a fence or stray somewhere in Mexico city. But, um, I feel like I probably would be like the stray. In you'd be like in Lady of the Tramp, Street you'd be though. the Tramp. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be yeah. that one with her hair sure. in her face at the at the uh the pound. The, like who's just a just a whore and that's how she gets by. Is that what she Oh yeah. Or the one she's always saying, He's a tramp, but I love yeah. him. That's, you. that's me. But you're really running shit. I'm ru- yeah. Yeah. They underestimate oh. me because I'm the whore of the yeah, pound. They did. But I got my shit together. I figured out how to survive in them streets. Yeah. And you don't need nobody. Mm-hmm. I've already had like you don't 14 need litters. All my kids are out there running shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the. Yeah. 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 So hopefully that world exists yeah. somewhere. I genuinely, I would like to live there. I'd be a pet. I'd be good. Um, that so, is a beautiful planet. Anyways, I would love a planet. What if there's a planet where like the dogs, like wolves, like evolved into dogs well it took people to do that but anyway but they're the size of dinosaurs but they're all happy i don't think it could be that many of them because then like your square footage per per being really shrinks unless a lot of them figured out how to swim and live in the water so there's a bunch of sea dogs and land dogs and like sea cities sea cities sea towns See, this is fun to think See, about. See, that's fun. I like that. That I can that I can get down on. Get down with? Get down on? Go down on. I like to think that we are too dumb and too destructive. We oh, just, we're the worst. To, for anybody to really care. Be like, yeah. they're they're gonna they're gonna kill themselves before it's worth dissecting them. The, did so. you did you ever see the um I'm sure you did, the documentary years and years ago, Blackfish? No, I, I, it's going to make me okay. too angry. Watch. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. It's, uh, but it's about orcas and orcas in, um, captivity and all of that and what happens to them. And you know, when they're, they're fins, like when you see them in like SeaWorld and all those places and their, their fins will be <clears throat> like falling over like that. They're usually straight yeah. up in the wild there. It's depression. So they get so depressed. It's their, horrible. their tails, like. Or their fins bent. I mean, it's horrific. They're too smart. And this is why they're all getting together and attacking all the boats. And good. it's good. Finally. Finally, the sea is going to take over. Okay, so this is what... So this is actually the opinion of one of the contributors. One of the... Um, I'm going to fuck up her title. But it is marine neurobiology or something like that. Studies the brains of marine life. Mm-hmm. Specifically whales dolphins that kind of thing she also knows a ton about like elephants and stuff like that but her main thing is like marine biology i'm pretty sure or just animal biology she does a lot of work with like the non-human rights foundation and stuff like that anyway her name is dr Lori marino and 
I met her really early on in standup. She had like come to one of my shows and to meet her that way first. One of my girlfriends wanted to work with Lori. She watched Blackfish and she was like, this is, this changed my life. I care about animals. She's like, I'll never go to a zoo again for the rest of my life. I'm never going to go to an aquarium. I want to mm-hmm. spend the rest of my life taking care of animals. And she's like, well, you do comedy. She's like, well, you, she's like, I hit up, I hit up this doctor. That's how it happened first. She goes, I hit up this doctor who from Blackfish. And she said she was down to have lunch with me. And she said, and she was like, will you come with me? And I was like, uh, duh. Yeah, of course I'll come with you. I was like, this is, That's I can't wild. believe she said, yeah, she lives in Atlanta. She like works with Emory or something like that or whatever. And, uh, and she, and this was like 10 years ago and she goes, so will you come with me to like help? Why is she live in a landlocked city? Is she works with Mary? Thank you. That's a great question. So anyway, so we go and we have this, this incredible lunch with Dr. Lori Marino. It was one of the coolest days of my life. I'm sitting there just jaw on the floor learning shit. Like, what am I even doing here? This is crazy. Cause Meg's whole thing, her whole thing, why she wanted to meet with her. She's just copywriting and uh, she was doing social media copywriting back in the day. And I think that's what she still does on the side. But um, so she's like, Hey, she goes, your message needs to be bigger. She's like, I watched this. I saw you on the thing. She goes, how can we help you? I just want to help you for free. What can I do? How can I do this? And she goes, and this is my friend. She's a comedian and she can do the, you know, commentary or whatever. She can, I was just like along, just like a big old dumbass, Just like, I'll do, I'll be stupid on the internet for you if you want. Nothing ever happened with it, but she did. We all did stay in touch and she, she came to some of my comedy shows. That's what it was. So then she came to some of my comedy shows. We stay in touch uh, every now and then. I just check in to see how she's doing, which is just fucking wild. But there was a thing she told us that day that has stuck with me ever since. And she was saying how the next evolution of the world, it will be because the, the earth, the, the, the land, from what we know of the land is we've ruined it. It's going to be gone. Global warming, all that yeah. shit. And she goes, it will be the sea. She goes, so we had the, we had the, the ages of lizards. We had the giant lizards and then that was ruined. And then we've had the age of primates and they have ruined it. And she said, because all humans are, are chimpanzees with machine guns. And I was like, I locked that in. I was like, that is exactly what humans are. And she's like, they're idiots. It's exactly what you're saying. Like, we're just too dumb and, and violent. We're, 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 we we take so, so much. much more than we give. One billion percent, and 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 we're violent and and selfish and we're awful, and so primates should go away. Primates should totally be gone. Wow, we should be done, and um and will be, and then the next evolution, however many you know, thousands and whatever of years, but it'll be sea life. She said, it'll be the dolphins and the whales that will be the, the, they will rule the planet. And we have, we don't even, we don't even have the ability to to know how smart they are and what they know and what they don't know and what, or yeah, where they're at and their evolution. We're not even, we can't even communicate. We can't even begin to try to fathom what they're capable of. And isn't it wild that simultaneously while the UN is like, we've passed we, we're past global warming. We are now at global boiling. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we keep hearing about, uh, maybe it's my algorithm, about how whales are teaming up to attack boats and how sharks yeah, and everybody else are like, uh, are wising yeah. up. Oh, that's my algorithm too. Whatever humans. we're watching or reading, it must be very similar because I'm seeing all that same shit. But yeah. But when she told me that, I, it, that has stuck in my brain forever. That's what I'm always like. When people are like, what do you think the future of the world? I'm always like, oh, the humans are done because we're stupid. 
we're, we're chimpanzees with machine guns and the dolphins are next. That's it. The whales. The whales. That's wild. Yeah. And so this has all been, I really need to hit her up again because I would love to hear what she has to say about these orcas, like, um, attacking boats and shit. I think it's awesome. I mean, that's really we're cool. parasites it's a really and cool we thought. need to be done with. Like, right. we're ruining. We're parasites. That's exactly what is the word for it. Yeah. We weren't. Yeah. We weren't. And then we just got too big for our britches. And turned into parasites. Because of fucking capitalism and greed. Once we introduced money into the system, everybody was fucked. We were all fucked from, from then on. Because there's going to be power hungry, psycho leader, you know, dictators and leaders are going to take over and they're going to want everything and they're going to say fuck all the people underneath me as soon as that happened it's over it's been over since then so anyway on I that note love, <laughs> i would love to hear about the simulation uh results yeah i that's this is this is this is my idea of we all die and when and and everyone's like oh, you open the pearly gates it's a lab door oh. you open up and they go so here are the results we've come with. We've come up with so far. Yeah. Um, uh, free will. Free will is uh, it, it, it's um, and maybe this is a free will simulation. Here's my problem with simulation: is what a boring fucking simulation. That's all I can. Th- I'm like, this is it. We walk. We just walk, and we get periods. Like what? What a fucking bad choice for options in the simulation. This is it? I like it. I like it. I really I don't like care. it. I think I think we were maybe given like the one the one with the variable that sucks and just see how I think maybe the women. Yeah, it just fucking sucks. They're like, let's separate them into two different genders and make this gender have to bear all the burden. Yeah. And the other one, let's give them the power to control them. And but we were given that one. We were given the the what is it? The variable that changes. We were given the yeah the difference. yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, don't care for it. Think it's a so real Barbie. Real terrible. Okay, I love so anyway, Barbie. speaking of simulations think, and Barbie, <laughs> I think Barbie. I think that sums it up. I think yeah. at the end you go Barbie. Mm-hmm. The Barbie movie really sums up the world. It really did right in, in a way that it, in no spoiler. I mean, if you've already, it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Barbie. That's weird. Um, we're go see it first of all. It, it really couldn't be a better reflection of life and how I feel about the world and how we feel like about the burden that women carry. Yeah. Not saying men don't, this is not a men. just because women are talking about their trials and tribulations doesn't mean men haven't also experienced them. So just let me fucking say that. Cause I'm so sick of that argument, but it's so good. It um, really was, but, but without you crying, without, without your feelings or emotions, you did enjoy it though. Right. I Oh, I'm, I've been like jazzed. I'm like yeah. so I, the writing period phenomenal. In fucking incredible. The, the costumes, visuals, the, the costumes. Vis- oh. the, I just can't get over again the writing over and over like I want to see uh, it like 10 more times. It they so had good. it was okay, this is what I want to say about uh, one of the things I loved about it. They did a beautiful job of sprinkling like that simple, but almost like that's simple, but like easy surface level jokes. I'm not yes. shitting. I'm saying like like no, with the deep, dudes with, with mini deep. with mini fridges yes. like that. Those kind of like just like stereotypical God, jokes. So they had a they did a great way of sprinkling like just easy, quick, 
mm-hmm. surface level jokes with like very deep, um, like Kate McKen, like oh, like Kate she'd have a line oh. like you're either you're either like weird. I forget the yeah, you're line. weird Barbie or you're stereotypical Barbie. You're yeah. But she had something like you're either like you're either you're either true to yourself or you're sad or there was something like that like. And she goes, yeah. say it again, sister. It, it, yeah. that, what, it doesn't sound like a joke how I said it, but, like, it ha- it was such a beautiful way of sprinkling just, like, really funny, quick surface-level jokes that are, are not dumb, but, like, you just get it, right? It's very yeah. funny. With also jokes that are just deep, very existential. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it, was, it was just the back and forth with that back. And so it was, like, God, it was good. It was. How incredible, too, was Margot Robbie. Just, I mean, she's already always been an incredible actor, but yeah, holy shit, dude! I, I don't think anybody could have done what she did. Yeah, like I was with her every single step of the way. I was with her when she was when she thought the whole world was perfect and everything was great, and feminism worked, and and she's just this happy Barbie. And I didn't, I never disliked her, not one bit, not one, not one part, because she went through a full spectrum of character work, like when she had to realize things and I was right there with her and I cried when she had that first tear, like on the, like in the real world, like mm-hmm. everything I was just. And when Ken was hurting her, like, Oh, when she was so disappointed in the Kins, like I was just, Oh my God, every fucking step. She needs an mm-hmm. Oscar for that film. That was, I mean, I yeah. can't get over it. I want to see it. Ryan so Gosling was phenomenal too. So good. Yeah. So good. And since she- what's, Sim, what's the guy, other guy? The guy who's right next to him the whole time. Simi, super high. Not... Is that Asian dude? Um, God, what's his damn name? Anyway, he was great. They were all so great. The, the, every everybody was perfectly cast. It was so well acted. Um, oh, I've, I've meant to have been mean to ask you what you feel about when he came back and all he saw was just horses. <laughs> he, he equated like making it like with the power with horses. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I get this. I think we got lost. I think we lost the, the real message here. Which what is God is a horse. God is a Mustang. When, he, when everything started to just be horses, I was fucking crying. Like I was like, so "This is the answer," but we just I was like, "This is what wrong. we need to come back to. Come back to the horse. Come back to the horse." And come we didn't. To- I think yeah, that's when I started crying. I, was like, <laughs> I think that's what it was when you realized there were not going to be any more horses in the movie. That's when you cried. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want Barbie to ride on a plastic horse with just feet that just go eat, eat, eat. I know. Yeah. We there wasn't enough- a lot of that kind of stuff that I thought there would be, but I don't know. I love it. I, I the love only it. thing I, loved the it. only thing I, I was like, why didn't we harp on this any bit? I was like, where is Skipper? Like, why isn't the child Barbie in it more? Oh yeah. Like they didn't have a Skipper actress. Maybe they did yeah, like I, in the background, but they didn't yeah. have like a, like when they said hi to everybody, like they had Midge, they had, like they, they could have made so many more jokes about Skipper. They have the the one very the one joke when she comes back to the real world, which I won't ruin. But like they yeah. didn't have, I was like, man, you could have. But there I was know. so much going on. There's so much, but for her to have gotten what what she got into, what Greta got into the movie, like it's just great. I, Go, I just okay, can't. so I went. If it's, you, I don't want to ruin it all because it'll ruin the show. But I went in and talked about Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. The Easter eggs 
Have you heard about the Bratz dolls yet? The Bratz mm-hmm. dolls Easter eggs? I'll send you some mm-hmm. articles. Uh, after you watch Barbie, go YouTube Barbie Easter eggs. I'm okay. going to send you some. It will blow your mind. Okay. The, right. the, the, the Greta Gerwig using references from other movies. The Matrix, uh, Space Odyssey, um, uh, uh, Michelangelo's... Um, the Sistine the Chapel? Sistine Chapel. Um, there's so many that you're okay. like, oh I'll, my God, it's so to. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have to see it. Anyways, I, okay. Yeah, loved it, loved it. Could not, cannot give it more thumbs up. Like, it's yeah. fucking incredible. Wait till we incredible. see Oppenheimer, guys. This is a movie critic review <laughs> that, that gets into the meaning of life. Uh, it's three hours and there's no pink at all. Yeah, just blood. Ugh, Actually, just blood just ashes. <laughs> I got, uh, um, I got <laughs> enough blood and everything. I leave in a. In that a actually is. Oh man, I want to. I want to talk about the Barbie movie, but it's. I don't want to give it away. Okay. Uh, but the ending is so just such a <sighs> such a good kiss. It's so fucking good. So good. Um, I want to okay, go see we it again gonna... right the second. I know. All right. Um, this movie is brought to you by Mattel. This podcast is brought to you by Mattel. We just want to thank <laughs> our sponsors, our Lord and Saviors, Mattel, and the Big yeah. Pink Sky. Uh, I just I wrote one one last thought. One last thought on the thought, thought on Mattel. Thought it was very cool of Mattel as a company to let them be shown the way that they were portrayed in the movie. With the all male um, mm-hmm. CEO, like the all all male board and everything, and all, I thought I thought that was very cool of them, very smart of them to let to let them take the brunt, let them be the bad guy. Yeah, I I I, I do too. I did think if they tried to look like we're here for you and not make a yeah. joke about it, people would have been like, people would be bitch. Like- this is one big ass commercial yeah but instead they embrace the fact that like they haven't always been perfect and they made a lot of mistakes and yeah there have been a lot of men at the helm to make decisions for women and what women like and what women need and the woman female experience and they were kind of stepping back going ah okay maybe we could learn a little okay maybe we fucked up i really appreciated that i know i mean still at the end of the day it's still propaganda for a toy company so i get it i get it but i thought they i thought they were smart letting them like right take the take the gray you know yeah, go, go I agree. Anyway, oh, it's too good. Go, see, go Barbie. see Barbie. Go see Barbie. Um, <laughs> we work for Barbie. Watch out next week or two weeks from now with our with our Oppenheimer review, and yeah. maybe let's see who else passes, and we'll see how we'll see if our existential crisis could get yeah. any yeah. any deeper. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I think with Oppenheimer, we're just next gonna, week. we're gonna yeah. disagree. We're gonna be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, we should just. Uh, it's the, the age of the whales. That's it's the age of the whales. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Yes, next week's next week's episode is fantastic. Very funny. Uh, from from in studio in LA, y'all are gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Um, very funny twist in that one. And yeah, is that it? Anything else? You got some dates coming up? Oh yeah, yes. I'm gonna be Tempe Tempe Improv this weekend, August third through fifth. That is Tempe Improv. Uh, um, we should be averaging temperatures of 146 degrees. So come on inside and enjoy the AC before the whales take over. And okay. then next weekend, the weekend after I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky, um, August 10th through 12th. And then I've got Tacoma, Washington coming up and some other stuff at Catherine where are you going to be at? 
I am going to be back in Las Vegas this week. So once again, temperatures in the 200s. Folks, stay indoors. Do not go outside. Come in, stay hydrated on water and tequila, and come see me host. Uh, America's Got Talent presents Superstars Live at Luxor uh, August 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I think maybe even the 6th. I don't know. Go check it out. Come and see me. Come say hey. Hit me up if you're going to be there. I'd love to meet you after the shows. It's a fantastic show. And then the next week, that will be the second week of August. I will be in uh, North Carolina and Charlotte. And then the next week I've got a bunch of shows, uh, in and around Atlanta and then Asheville. So once again, uh, and I need to update my website. So this is a good reminder, lacelarabee.com or hit me up on Instagram and be like, Lace, I don't know where you said you were going to be. Where are you going to be? And I will tell you. Love you. Toodles. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby! Go to your ready-made horse, that's all you're good for!